0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hey, guys,
0: welcome to the very first episode of the Andy Campbell Championship Show, only on Ace Podcast Nation. I'm your co-host, site, and I'm joined by ex-championship striker, Cardiff City legend, Mr. Andy Campbell. Welcome, mate. Great to have you on board. And the a pleasure. Uh, oh,
1: yeah, it's going
0: to be good, 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 stuff, mate. Good to have the championship back, as we discussed there uh, yeah. last week. So basically, if you're a if you're a gambler, go back to my Andy's preview show last week. Everyone who we said was uh, you know going to win or going to be too strong for everyone else go back put your money on the teams we said are going to get relegated will be terrible <laughs> and you'll probably be uh, quite rich it's yeah. pretty much everyone uh everyone who we said was going to be good was bad and everyone who said was bad was good so just a little bit of housekeeping before we get going this is a brand new show where we're going to just discuss the latest results news going on in the sky Bet championship uh all our shows and series are available in video format at youtube.com slash podcastnation, Audio all the usual podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn Radio app and you know, a few others as well. Here at the channel we've got series and shows on all sorts of subjects. We've got shows and guests on football, mental health, serial killers, films and TV, conspiracy theories, wrestling, music and loads of other stuff. Uh, we've also got a series entitled Mental Health in Sport, where we uh, speak to people from professional sporting world, discuss the pressures on professional athletes, young athletes just starting out, and also athletes who are retiring, whether it's in force or just through age. Uh, we also sport, spoke to a sports psychiatrist, or performance psychiatrist. And uh, we also launched a new series, which was it has been really uncomfortable for me to film, uh, is a it's called unscripted and uncensored uh, but basically everybody else sends in the questions and subjects and I just list them in front of me so instead of having questions to ask guests I've just got topics and uh, my first guest was Rodri Giggs so you can imagine some of the stuff which people sent in it was uh, it was good though he's a real top lad and he was Open, like an open book He was happy to talk about everything We discussed the the Paddy pa- Paddy Power advert And all the stuff beyond that We talked about football, music, all sorts um, I've recorded a show With M- former MMA world champion Lee Remedi- Remedios And also the owner and founder Of Away Day Apparel So there's a few more of those shows to come And uh, hopefully got some more coming up As well of those Because they're a lot of fun they were just, uh, like the one with the MMM, uh, MMA guy, Lee, um, people sent, because he's quite opinionated on politics and all sorts. People sent in some stuff, which I said I wasn't going to talk about when I started the podcast, and they just sent in loads of questions. So, uh, yeah, that was interesting. So if you want to watch me basically squirm and be really uncomfortable for about an hour, that's going to be the show for you. Uh, so all the usual plugs out of the way. Um you can send us any feedback, comments, suggestions, facebook.com slash ace nation and twitter at ace underscore nation. So with all that out of the way, let's get into the nitty-gritty. Uh so I've got them down in order, the games, as they were on the championship show, just because that's how I took my notes. Yeah. Um so first game up was Barnsley one Fulham nil. Uh, and of course, me and uh, me and Andy said Fulham will be right up there, bang up there. You know, and they probably still will be, but like yeah, yeah, they're going to be too strong. They got a Premier League squad. Yeah. And uh, Barnsley, I thought Barnsley were excellent. They were really, really good. They but, had but enough we, that, we
1: we did speak about this, though, didn't we? We spoke about um, how many clean, how many clean sheets they kept in League One. We spoke yeah. about their home form being massive to try and keep them in the championship and, and to be fair they delivered with both of those and um you know what I mean and, and Fulham probably did turn up thinking that team from League One we were a Premier League team and we said that the the championship doesn't 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 owe anybody anything and, and I think that's what's uh what's proved to Scott Parker, you know what I mean? The the, the rumours I'm reading today as well that Scott Parker's gone out and, and he's got he's got Harry Arter on loan for the, rest of the season is a great sign. It's going to it'll it'll obviously upset a lot of Cardiff fans because I thought he was outstanding last season and and for him to drop out of the Premier League um to sign for Fulham is a is an unbelievable signing for them and uh it's a real coup and you know what I mean it it shows it shows how how serious that 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 they're taking this championship and you know what I mean All right, they got beat on Saturday but I do, I do believe that they will be up there and uh and certainly challenging for the title because the they just the, the squad's getting better, and to have someone like him is just is outstanding.
0: Yeah, I'm really disappointed by that because I was hoping that he would stay at Cardiff, and then it seemed like he didn't want to drop in to the championship. Yeah, well
1: that's what that's what I thought. I thought the only reason he's gone back is because they got relegated, and because he seem he
0: seems to be seemed to be happy down here. Um, yeah. I know that initially he wasn't too keen on coming down to Wales, but actually. When he got down here, yeah, as you know, as you know, Cardiff's a lovely city, yeah. and it's easily it's easy to to settle and fall in love with the city. You know, easy for me to yeah, say. It's somebody who's lived there a while.
1: Well, the thing is, you know, I mean, it, it shows how happy he was on the pitch because he, he pulled performance after performance. You know what I mean? He he, he grabbed the the grab, grabbed the team by the scuff of the neck at times and and uh, helped obviously Joe Rawls in midfield and 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 pulled everybody else along. And it's such a it's it's such a a shame that he didn't stay you know what i mean but i i respected his decision because he wanted to he wanted to stay in the premier league and obviously maybe nothing's come 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 available for him and he he needs to play football you know what i mean which which also shows the commitment of the boy because you know what i mean he wants to go and play football and if he's got to drop down to make a step back up he's looked at the championship and and, and went who's the best chance or best team to uh, to to go back up and he sees it as as Fulham and you know what i mean Hopefully he's hopefully he's a little bit wrong because we've got a couple of uh, a couple of other teams which which we we all well we I want to do well you want to do well but does you know I mean I think I do believe he'll be, he'll be up there will be up there come May hundred percent
0: yeah on paper you know Fulham should be there or thereabouts and he's certainly a good sign-in for them I think uh, I gotta say by the way Scott Parker looking the same as he did fifteen years ago. Like, uh, but it reminds me of uh, Solskjaer, just hasn't changed a bit. No, he, he probably looks younger than is he? a, a player, which is, I don't
1: know how that works
0: out. Great, he's young.
1: So, like,
0: sorry, mate. Uh, like, like, like I was just going to say, though, uh, I thought Barnsley were excellent. They had enough chances to win by a few more, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The boy on the left, uh, Wilkes, I thought he looked really good, really dangerous, quick, skillful player. Um, so, he's someone I'll be looking Looking at over the season, certainly Luke Luke Thomas up front looks like he'll get him. You know, ten fifteen goals. Yeah, look like, like, like it. we like you just said and like we talked about last week. Uh, you know, their home form is is unbelievable. In Stendhal, as a coach, he he hasn't lost a home for Barnsley yet, and he's no. had taken twenty five clean sheets from forty five yes. clean sheets are it's massive. And,
1: and and for Thomas to score on his you know what I mean, on on, on his first game in the, in the Championship, you know what I mean, it, it happened at Luton as well, um, you know what I mean, it's big for these players because they need the confidence to it away because the, people are doubting them, and they're probably doubting themselves if they can do it in the division higher, and you know what I mean, there's, there's probably not, there's not as big differences as, as people think from League One to the Championship, you know what I mean, and it's a strong league course, it is very competitive, but, League One, at the top of the League One, is probably just as competitive, you know what I mean, when you're, when you're playing week in, week out with that kind of level. And, and I think, um, well, Barnsley and the others, the other two, the other two sides who came up, uh, who we'll talk about soon, they, they also pulled in some uh, some excellent performances and results.
0: Yeah, so tell me, you know, like I used to play midfield. I did more than I, I used to play front a little bit, but obviously you played at the you know, top level. Um, when you go into a new club, if you don't get that, that you know that first goal quite quickly in the first couple of games, does it you know play on your mind a bit, and can it affect your confidence quite quickly?
1: hundred uh, percent, because I think you're you're under pressure from either the previous season because you've 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 played well, you've scored goals, or, you, or you're coming to a new team, um, and the fans are expecting because you're the number nine or the number ten or the number eight or whatever it may be, and and I just think it's a it's just a huge huge weight off your shoulder to get that first goal. He he's under no pressure now. Come next Saturday to score a goal. If he scores yeah. another goal, brilliant. His confidence will be will be booming. But if he doesn't score, you know what I mean, he'll go back again the following week or the following Tuesday at home and and ground himself again and start working hard and and and, and you know what I mean. He he'll be he'll be bouncing this week. He'll have gone into training this morning um, and he'll be absolutely buzzing. You know what I mean. The the the, the players will have been delighted with the three points. And uh, and he's got himself the winning goal, and he's 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 a hero because he's got he's you know what I mean? He's, He's he's scored the winning goal in the first half.
0: Yeah, and not just like the strikers needing to score. The team's coming up from the lower division. That first win is vital to get that bit of confidence and be able to say as as a unit, yes, you know we can compete, we can. Win games at this level, whether it's yeah. the championship or going into the Premier League, I think it is vital. How you know how many team, times in the Premier League do you see teams have won a game at like Christmas time? They yeah. picked up a couple of draws, but they, and it's very difficult for them to get back and get a yeah. run of games going because yeah. they're still searching for that, you know, first away win or first win. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, um, well, they, obviously they need
1: to, uh, they, they've got to hit the ground running because if, if if they have a slow start, you know what I mean, then January all of a sudden comes really thick and fast. And then, no offense, but who's going to go, who's going to go want to sign for a club who's in the bottom three of the championship who's going to struggle? You know what I mean? You've got to you look after yourself. It's the same as the Premier League teams last year. Huddersfield struggled because no one was going to sign for them in January because they're already relegated. Because it was just an impossibility for them to get out of it. And you know what I mean? They're, they're getting beat again tonight. Um, and it's just—it's such a shame for a football club to be in uh, being free for all because that's what—that's just what it seems to be. You know what I mean? And that's what happens with other clubs and and especially in the championship because no one—no one's got the divine right to do well. You know what I mean? And that's clubs who come up, that's clubs who come down, that's clubs who've been there for 5, 10, 15 years. And you know what I mean? Everyone can be anyone. We said this at the, at, um, on, on on Thursday night, and it was just a, such a such a, an exciting first game, and, and Barnsley proved that.
0: Well, mate, we just we discussed the importance of momentum, particularly in the Championship, is huge. Mm. Um, and just as much as it's important to get that momentum of wins and getting little blocks of like four or five wins and then you might lose or draw and then you try and build that run-up again. Yeah. I think it's the same with teams like Huddersfield. The way they've come down um, from the Premier League, they've really struggled. They lost a lot of games heavily difficult to snap out of that, it's difficult to suddenly start winning, even though yeah. you might have a stronger squad than um, the majority of the league, it's yeah. difficult to break that cycle. Um, yeah, well you,
1: you, me, 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 mentally, mentally, you've lost before you even get on the pitch, you know what I mean, because supporters are probably expecting you to carry on. You look at Man City, before Man City got famous, they, they, they got relegated from the Premier League, they got relegated to the Championship, they're in League One, you know what I mean, and, and luckily enough for them. They ended up getting promoted on penalties against Gillingham in the playoffs, and if that goes the other way and Gillingham beat them, where where would Man City be now? They wouldn't have all these. Well, they wouldn't have the best manager in the world. They wouldn't have the best players in the world, and it's it's such a it's such fine margins. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, and, oh yeah, you know, big time. And that uh, that that difference between Huddersfield not being in the Premier League, okay, that they're picking up um, the parachute money, which which is is good or bad depends on depends on which way you look at it, but. You know what I mean? The players want to be in the Premier League. They don't want to be scraping about at the bottom of the Championship and, and looking at league One no. because they're, they're far too good for that. You know what I mean? Because regardless of good season or bad season they've had, they're, they're professional people and, and they have pride in, in in their job. And You know what I mean? It, I know a couple of the Huntsville players and, and they'll be hurting uh, from last season and, and come tonight if, if, if the result stays the way it is. Uh, they'll be absolutely devastated.
0: Mm. Yeah, but it's not the start they're looking for. But there's still a bit of time left so you yeah. never know. Um. So special men, you say about fine margins. Special mention, mention to where uh, Randlinger in goal for Barnsley because I did think he was top draw, uh, yeah. and you know keepers are going to take a bit of a pace turn on this show, uh, over the next sort of forty-five minutes now. Yep. Um, so just before we move on to the Wigan game, I suppose we have to talk about that. Cyrus uh, Christie tweeted out after the game. That his uh, sister had been racially abused and assaulted yeah. by fans from his own club, uh, yeah. Fulham, um, which is not something you want to hear on the you know any time really, but like no. on the opening day of the season, it's terrible. Mate. I, I like, and I think people sometimes forget. Like, obviously, players take a lot of abuse. You know, yeah. the majority of it, I think, is from opposing fans, but yeah. they do take abuse if their things aren't going well. Um, and it's one thing to, for you to take abuse if you're not doing well or you're not putting a shift in or whatever it may be but it's another thing to have family there particularly you know if you've got like women and kids sisters wives mothers and they're being you know abused and assaulted as well she was hit apparently it must be quite upsetting for the players to feel because they must feel helpless because they're you know in their own bubble of of playing the game and warm downs and things like this just then, when he, when he when he found out that he must have been furious and you know rightly upset. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's it's devastating because you know what I mean. He he wants his family and friends to uh, to watch him play. He wants his sister, who's who's probably very proud of her, her her brother, to be a professional footballer to play for his country. You know what I mean to to play for to play for Fulham. You know what I mean. Cyrus was at Middlesbrough and uh, and. It, it, really, really lovely fella. You know, I'm down to earth, genuine, genuine man. I'm guessing his sister came to the Riverside to watch loads of games. And why shouldn't you have the right to go to watch a football match, uh, brother or no brother, and feel comfortable, feel safe, uh, and just, just be able just be there to watch the game? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it is just a game. Granted, you know what I mean? They got beaten in, in the match, and you know what I mean? They didn't didn't obviously play great. And, and in the heat of the moment, people do say things they probably regret. But to hit her, to hit a female, you know what I mean, and and, and to assault her and, and to racially abuse her and to say things to Cyrus as well—it's just—it just makes a mockery, really, of, of of what we're trying to do. You know what I mean? There was there was other incidences in in, in Law League, and I just think it's. It, it, I mean, it, it, Mid modern football, you know what I mean. I, these idiots, these idiots can just stay home for me. I just don't get why, why, why they're even coming to football. They're coming to football to cause trouble, and they're just giving the football a bad name. Because if it's if it's a Fulham fan, if it's a Derby fan, if it's a Derby fan, if it's a Barnsley fan, if it's a Middlesbrough fan, Cardiff fan, they're just going to ruin the football clubs. And just, 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 stay away. Just stay away and let us all enjoy the enjoy the game that we love. And 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 then we can talk about the football instead of talking about uh, a minority of people who who just want to ruin it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I find it really frustrating because I do like hostile football grounds, like I discussed with you last week. Yeah, yeah. they are to me. There's a there's a there's a line, yeah. um, and that's you yeah. know yeah. R- racial abusing or abusing people over their sexuality or what gender you know yeah. what anything like that. You know, it, it's 2019, and you know these guys, girls, whoever, they need to get over it and get a fucking grip on it. I said yeah. i wasn't going to swear. They need to get a lip on there a grip on their lives because you know like you say it is just a game I get that people are passionate and stuff but there's no place for that uh, well I just think it's not I, for I, me I, at all I
1: just, I, I, just, I just think they just need to get a grip of themselves and just understand that, um, that, that, that they're there to watch their football team passionate or not passionate and to enjoy a game of football and you know what I mean There's, there's whatever happens and gets thrown on the pitch to players players have a bit of banter about it and, and throw something back and, and have a bit of camaraderie with the fans and I, I think that's brilliant but when it's happening in the stands, you know what I mean. There was a, there was a lot of trouble at the, at the Community Shield game as well, and and I just think, like you say, it's 2019. You know what I mean. We need to we need to stop this and eradicate it and 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 just stamping out football again because it's it's creeping back in. It's 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 rife in foreign football um and people like Danny Rose you know what I mean he's on about packing in football because of it and it's just a, such a shame because why shouldn't he have a a football career until he's 35 40 years old if he wants to do it if he chooses to do it and he shouldn't be forced out of the game because uh some idiots are saying things and 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 making silly chants towards him and to others it's ridiculous yeah absolutely just
0: quickly on this um because obviously you know we could do a whole show just on this particular subject unfortunately I do feel like FIFA have got a big, big part to play in why, you know, not in this particular incident necessarily, but in all the sort of incidents you see with chanting and banana skins and this type of rubbish that you see particularly in like Italy and Spain and stuff, is because they give such piss-poor bans and fines, the, cl- the countries, the nations, the, f- the clubs, they don't take it seriously. So yeah. they don't even police themselves. Mm-hmm. Like a big part of why Cardiff City fans um, have turned it around from a violence point of view, I've I never, and I can say hand on heart, even you know in the eighties and nineties, I never witnessed any racial abuse at Cardiff ever. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be pretends that I didn't see. You know, I've seen lots of things going on, yeah, you know, yeah. with fight fighting and stuff. Is yeah. what it is, but. Cardiff have worked very hard to turn that image around for the club. They've won like Family Club of the Year several yeah. times over the last ten years, and a big part of that was fans policing themselves. Yeah. In that, if people were out of order, they were told they were out of order. Yeah, but I think because FIFA give these terrible, you know, measly fines, they don't ban teams and nations from tournaments. I do feel like the only way, perhaps it's gonna to come to a head is if nations or clubs say we're not gonna play in the Champions League if you don't do something about this yeah. or we're not gonna play in the Euros. Unfortunately, unless you're you know, you Real Madrid, your Liverpools, your Man United or your England or your Italy, Spain, you know, the big, big countries and clubs which at those tournaments attract viewers. Yeah unless it's everyone or those particular nations and clubs, I don't think it'll be made difference. Like if Wales said, oh, we're not going to play in the Euro qualifiers, they say, all right, unless it was the whole yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think FIFA have got a lot to answer for, I've got to say.
1: Yeah. There's something he's doing, but I, 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 I don't know the answer to it, you know what I mean? Is it? Is it? Is it points deduction for, for you know what I mean? Because you, you, you ban you ban supporters from a, from a game and um, and you, you're banning thirty thousand fans who've been good as gold all season. So they're the ones who are getting punished. You know what I mean? Why, yeah. why should why should me and you get punished from watching our team when it wasn't us who's done it? You know what I mean? No, but no. then at the same time, you know what I mean. The only way to do it is by is by someone's got to take. Um, someone's got to take the hit sometime you know what I mean and I, I just wouldn't like to see who it was going to be because it would be such a shame because it should have happened a long long time ago because it's 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 now been ingrained in, in into our football but which is like you say it needs eradicating it needs stopping and, and we could go on about this forever
0: Yeah absolutely it's it's not when you know it's when we could talk about for like an hour and a bit so um, on to the next game it's uh, Wigan 3 Cardiff 2 <sighs>
1: Uh, not 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 like Cardiff at all you know what i mean to to, to, to <laughs> I'll, I'll use the word crumble because you know what i mean at half time obviously jo jo scored the first goal um obviously coming from an excellent pre-season um scored the first goal um and quite comfortable at half time you know what i mean and and uh obviously things uh went a little bit downhill when Etheridge went off um injured after the penalty miss um and to so let three goals in, in in quite a short space of time is not like Cardiff City at all. When we spoke about defensively how strong they are and how strong um, the, the look like with obviously bringing Flint in as well. And it was it was um, I was I was shocked to be fair. You know what I mean? I, if someone had offered me a draw before the game, won all, maybe they'll equalizer, You know what I mean? Wigan have got some uh, some decent players going forward. Josh Windass, scored, You know what I mean? And and. And they look pretty dangerous, but I still expected uh, Cardiff to 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 get the result.
0: Yeah, it's just disappointing. It's um, the problem. My problem as a Cardiff fan is that uh, we've <sighs> the problem we've had is we need we need someone who can score goals. We had the same yeah. problem all year. We need a striker who's going to score twenty goals. Now, obviously, everyone's hoping that this Gratzel is going to be that guy. I, I'm not sold on Bogle I'm not sold on Medin at all and you know Medin I, 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 I started, started
1: I mean he's too he's too pedestrian for me he's he's, he's a Very target man, and for me the, the, the target man's for me is—is dead he's dead now you know what I mean you can play you could play a young kid up front who's got legs just to run around and cause problems and and just feed off scraps because even the way the Cardiff play, you know what I mean? It's, it's it's based on getting the ball over the top, getting the ball into good areas. It's not about holding up play anymore. It's not about it's not about that. You look at the way um, Wigan played. Wigan had good movement. You know what I mean? They caused Cardiff a lot of problems because they start pumping the ball up to uh, to Morrison and to, and to Flint. Cardiff would have eaten them up all day, but because they had good movement, balls to feet, um, balls in good areas, that's when Cardiff struggled and starting to getting caught out a little bit and. You know what I mean? I'm uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that, that some teams do play right in the Cardiff's hands and uh, and start to uh, play long balls and, uh, yeah. and Cardiff will just chew that up all day long. But I think uh, in the second half, um, fair play to Wigan. You know what I mean? They change things and the the, the 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 focus on a different way of playing and and they got the rewards and and they scored scored three decent goals so. You know what I mean? It could have been worse, but you know what I mean. Cardiff again got scored scored a decent goal as well, like you say, Bogle. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure on him. Obviously, the the, the manager had him on loan last year and has brought him back in from a decent pre-season this year. But it's it's a 46 league game season uh, in the Championship, which is which is very grueling and experience counts for a lot. And you know what I mean. The window closes what Thursday? Is it week Thursday? This Thursday? And it's just neat for me. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if he did it again. In the transfer market, because I do believe they need uh, a reinforcement, even if it's on loan or something. Just a bit of experience.
0: The one thing they, they lack in defence is pace. Um, yeah. Like Morrison got done for pace for the penalty,
1: yeah.
0: and obviously it hit the post, and they were lucky. Um, like, for instance, on Saturday with Gratzel not being available, if I was picking a team, I'd have had Bobby Reed up front instead yeah, that's of that's,
1: that's, that's Medine right
0: and Vogel. Or Old Bogle, and I would have had uh, Tomlin. I'd have Tomlin playing. Tomlin's yeah. in the best shape he's been in for probably ten years. Yeah, at yeah. a championship level. He's a real creative 100%, player. Hundred
1: percent. Yeah, he's he's probably he's probably he's probably the best number ten in the championship on his day. You know what I mean? If he's if he's we were speaking about Bradley Dack the other day from Blackburn, and um, Lee Tomlin is 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 on his day. He's unplayable, and he's his ten times a player that Bradley, Bradley Dack has been so far you know Bradley will get a lot better you know I mean Lee's Lee's obviously done it and wore the t-shirt but I'm hoping he gets another opportunity because he's he can do it in the championship he, he, I've seen him I've seen him week in week out of Middlesbrough um, the year that we didn't get promoted in the playoff final um, I've seen him at Forest I've seen him at Cardiff he's 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 just a he's just one of the best championship players around and, and, and can score goals and create from nothing and we need that
0: Yeah definitely they need um, I you know obviously you can only bring break- so many subs on, and Etheridge being going off injured was a big blow. They, um, like the boy Volks, I'd like to see on from the start. Yeah, I think he will um,
1: long term. He will. I think, uh, I think, uh, I think it'll probably be him, him and Joe Rawls, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah hold good. it. Just
0: those two sit in would be quite good. And then you could have like uh, your Tomlin, Bobby Reed, um, and then two wide boys, yeah, either side and he looks strong on paper I'm not a fan yeah, of, yeah. of uh, Morrison and at the back Aidan Flint is a big boy yeah, yeah, yeah. but you'll be surprised how quick he is for yeah, like, he, such a big lad when he,
1: when he, when he gets going yeah, he's got legs he just needs um, I don't I think I think, uh, think Lensbury goals will obviously have an impact on confidence and things you know what I mean because Cardiff have been same as but same as Barnsley um being Renowned for the clearing sheets, you know, especially in the championship, and uh, and I think uh, the expectation wasn't to to even get get even stronger and uh, and to, to to carry on from uh, from obviously Sol Bamber and and fill his boots, but wasn't to be. You yeah. know what I mean? They've got loot next game, and they've got to they've got to look at a positive result from there.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, and I think uh, it's unusual to see David Marshall make a mistake, fumble yeah. uh, the the rolls goal, and. You know, first of a few keeper mistakes that we'll discuss. Yeah. So, you know, like I say, we're going to go at home. And there's no, there's no gimmies in the championship. You've got to no, be at, at yeah, the top of your game.
1: Prove that with all, uh, all the things that we spoke about last week, and, uh, and obviously this weekend. It's been a very entertaining uh, weekend of football, but uh, I think it can only get better, and will get better.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I do hope they bring in someone. Um, Harry Arter, you know, so you put Harry Arter in that central midfield sit in would be perfect, yeah. just to give him a bit of stability.
1: And I think it would have given the fans a boost as well. So it's it's mm. that's the, that's also the uh, the downside because you know what I mean supporters, you know what I mean they've been through the mill a little bit with uh, with what happened last year and with the relegation and, uh, and with Salah and things and you know what I mean so it, it would have given them a little bit of a boost in that. And I'm I'm hoping that. um then Neil gets a little bit of backing in the transfer market before the window shuts and um and, and can give them just a little bit of a boost for the next game next game maybe or, 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 or however that may be. But I think um I think three points in the next game will uh will, will help help confidence for sure.
0: Yeah, pace pace, 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 I think they need. Yeah. Um so next up we've got Stoke One, QPR two. Uh first thing I'd say about this is I thought, for the QPR first goal, well I don't know what Jack Butland's doing all the way out there, out wide, because no, the, no. The, the guy's going nowhere. The ball nearly ran out of play. He only just kept it in to cross it. But yeah. by Butland going out there, he made it. So if the boy got to the ball before it went out, it had an open goal. Whereas if he stays in his goal there, because it's so wide, he'll keep it in. You're whipping it in cause he's gotta it because he's got to hit it first time because it's going out, and Butland just
1: takes it. It's just overconfidence. I think, it's from the whole but, you know, we we spoke about Jack Butland uh, last week, and we said um, how much of a big player he's going to be. That how we he, how we still in the championship. Um, but I think he's showing, or he certainly showed on Saturday that with, with his mistake that um, that there's probably a reason why people aren't taking a risk on him because he's. It's a little bit erratic, you know what I mean? Because he didn't need to do that. He stays on, he stays in, on his line there, and he just he, he lets the lets the ball. Somebody crosses it in, he just catches it, and he and he, and he throws it out, and he starts again. He doesn't need to do that. He's, he's he's good enough to do the right thing all of the time. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to um, go and try make things harder for himself, or go and try and impress. He impresses by doing the right thing. What a goalkeeper does. and, um, and that's why we got the England squads. That's how we, he's got himself the moves he's got, and and and, and you know what I mean. He, he he will come back and hopefully come back stronger because you know we spoke about him being one of the one of the best players in the in the championship, and and but making mistakes like that in one game, two games, three games, he, he needs to he needs to he needs to cut that out.
0: Yeah, it's about consistency, isn't it? Particularly in this league, I think it more than ever. Um, I thought Nick Powell looked tidy in the middle for Stoke. You know, he yeah. gives him a bit of creativity, and his delivery, his dead ball delivery, is very good. Yeah, which is, excellent, that'll excellent. give well, him he,
1: some. Well, obviously, you know what I mean. Yeah, he, he he didn't he didn't finish the game. You know what I mean? They had um, Joe Allen. You know what I mean? It he was he's too fair. I'm I'm so surprised when he was still there. He creates. He makes them tick. He keeps them going. He um, he's just he's such a talented boy. And um, and to be fair, if if he doesn't get a move um, to the Premier League this season, then um, Stoke of uh, Stoke of uh I'll, I'll 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 have done I'll have done a great job by uh, by keeping hold of him.
0: Yeah, him and Nick Powell is perfect, almost like a perfect combination really, because uh, you know, Joe Allen will just sit and keep the ball moving and Nick Powell's got that bit of sort of creativity to make something out of nothing. Um yeah. but I thought I thought QPR were very, very good. Um well, well, the, the, the boy, he, the boy, easy up front looks
1: oh, good. Goal, easy, easy's goal. It was, um, it was such. A, it, when the goalkeeper, when 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 I heard about this goal and uh, and I seen the goalkeeper starting with the ball, I thought, oh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a team goal. And guess it was a team goal. But when he got the ball, uh, about what thirty-five, forty yards out, and started running with it, started being direct, played a one-two. You know what I mean? His quick feeds, composure. Um, if you're scoring goals like that on the first day of the season, then uh, then they're going to go into confidence because. He has the pace and the power. You got Jordan Hugo with the with the aerial threat. You know what I mean? I watched him last season at Middlesbrough. And he was he looked poorer. He looked he looked on Saturday like he'd, he'd, he'd come back a little bit more hungrier. He looks leaner. He looks like he's sharper. Lost loads of weight, uh, and he's given himself a chance. And and he's to your fair. He's got to start playing well because, you know, what I mean, he's on loan from West Ham. And by the time you know it, you get a little uh, a little reputation for yourself that you're you're a journeyman or you've been on loan so many times and. Um, but he started the season great. He has got himself a goal. All right, granted, it was a mistake, but he won't care. He won't care less because he's um, he's got his side three points um, against Stoke, and, and next Saturday when uh, when they play at home, it'll be um, it'll uh, you could have the you could have the roof off with of the supporters with another three points because six out of six. You know what I mean? They were one. They were, they were one of the teams that I said would struggle. They were the worst team I watched last season. And you know what I mean? To go to Stoke on the first day. Fair play to them. Yeah, um I had um
0: a guy called Ash Rose, he's um does some work for Talksport and he does a lot of podcasting, edited of uh Kick magazine and yeah. some of the kids like shoot and that like kids football magazines. He's a QPR yeah. fan and he was very pessimistic about this year. He didn't see where they were gonna get players and points from. But I think they've got one or two really quality Looking youngsters yeah. um, And that's no That was an overall Pattern actually Of the whole uh, You know The whole programme Which I watched uh, The the championship On Quest And uh, there's a lot Of young players um, Which I, I I would rather See them I'd rather see These academy boys Playing in the championship Than 35 year old Ex Premier League Players yeah, yeah. Coming down For like Their last payday Getting a big wage You know I'd like to see These kids coming through Um uh, I thought Stoke, you know, they pinched one towards the end, probably should have had a penalty in the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, but so I thought Stoke, Stoke are in danger of missing out on promotion again this year if they do not sort themselves out. Because they were not great last year. They no. didn't set the world on fire. But on paper, their squad, you know, Jack Butland's a full England international.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Joe, uh, Joe Allen... He's been a Welsh captain. He's you know played lots and lots of times for Wales. He's, you know, played in big high profile games. These are top top players. And uh Well you've
1: got you know, well, you've got you've got Europhobia up front, you you Sam Bawks up front, another Welsh international, you know what I mean? It's just it's uh you've you, you got an influx of players. you James McLean. You should be doing a lot better. You know what I mean? I know it's only one game and we, we can't probably judge until five, six games and look no. at maybe it's ten games. But, you know what I mean? I think the Stoke fans will, will have been going into their first game of the season with high expectations and, and they'll come away a little bit deflated and let down and, and a little bit worried about, about how things are going to go for the rest of the season.
0: Definitely, definitely. Q, you know, QPR only made one mistake and Stoke punched them with a goal. Yeah. Um, which you do, you know, at the top levels you get punished. Uh, next up we had Millwall one Preston Nail. So finally I got a result right because I said pre- Preston were my, uh, you know, my dark horse, dark horses for pre- relegation.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, straight away, one thing I will say is Matt Smith is an excellent sign in for Millwall. uh yeah, He's he's, uh, he's, a, he's a pretty talented technically, but he gives engine ten percent. He's really aggressive, he is. and that's well, I, exactly
1: what. Neil and Harris needs about a, t- about a target man, and uh, he's not just a target man. You know what I mean? He's no. not just someone who can who can win the ball in the air. He, he's tireless He doesn't stop running. He works hard. He's he's better with his feet than you probably think. A little bit. He reminds you a little bit like Peter Crouch, but probably he's not as good. That he, you know what I mean? Everyone probably thinks he's just good in the air, but he's he's neat and tidy on the floor. Um, and uh, and he gets his he gets his fair share of goals, and um, and I'm sure he will this year. You know what I mean? Obviously, Wallace got the only goal of the game. Um, but um, Neil Harris will have been absolutely over the moon uh, to get off to a winning start, you know, because it, it's not it was not an easy game, you know what I mean? That the um, we didn't I did I didn't probably I probably don't think that that Millwall do will do great this season, but I obviously don't think Preston will either. So it's it was so important for one of those two to get off to a, a good start because um, the games are going to get a lot thicker and a lot tougher um, in the next five or six games for those two and uh, and uh, Neil Harris will. Going to the
0: next game full of confidence. Yeah, I think uh, Millwall need to make the den or the new den a a hostile, uncomfortable place again for the visitors. Last year, there was players who were causing a few problems, which obviously Harris has spoken out about in the summer. Um, He didn't, you know, wish them well and all this sort of thing. But they've got some decent, decent players. You know, the two Wallaces. Camera, Cameron who's come in, um, Matt Smith. They, you know, I don't think they're gonna be pushing the playoffs, but I don't I do think they'll stay up. Um,
1: yeah, I think they'll be safe this season and uh, and and for Neil Harris he'll be over the moon with that because they've always gone probably the last five or six games and, and still had a chance to get relegated and um and, and I, I hope he does, you know what I mean, ex ex Cardiff player, ex teammate of mine. Um, you know what I mean? He's, he's 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 done wonders there. You know what I mean? Over the over the last few years, stabilised the club, and you know what I mean? They're not uh, they're not a very well um, thought of football club, and they don't get great attendances. And like you say, there about uh, about making the new, new Denner Fortress. You know what I mean? It, if that's full, when whenever that place is full, it's such a horrible place to go and play football. Uh, you know what I mean? So if they can get a, a higher attendances, and start doing well. You know what I mean? People will go back in the droves like they used to in the in, in the old Den. And uh, and 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 the Cockneys will start going back and watching them, and and it'll be hostile, and 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 they'll get more results because, like I say, it's a horrible place to go, and uh, players and fans alike don't like to go there. You know what I mean? Because they know they're not going to get much change, or you know what I mean when when they crowds behind them under the lights. It's uh, yeah, it's not a great, not 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 a nice, uh, not a nice place to play football.
0: No, and uh, like I say, they, I think I do feel as if they can do that and make the new uh, a bit of a fortress again. They have got a good chance of, you know, being t- top ten, top twelve. Yeah. Um, Preston, I do. I like I said last week. I do worry for them. I can't see where their goals are coming from. Yeah. I can't yeah. s- quite see where they're gonna get that creative spark. Yeah. They well, I, have at, I I, I, I agree. With you. ideas.
1: I look at. I look at um, the recruitment, and um, I, they have not really, not really recruited as well as what, what we, what well, I think what they'd have wanted, you know what I mean, they're quite similar to last year and, um, and Alex Neil, you know what I mean, who's been ex-Norwich City manager, I think he'd be quite disappointed with the summer really because, you know what I mean, he's used to spending quite a lot of money when he was a Norwich manager and, and he's he's always been backed in the transfer market and I don't believe that uh, Preston probably do have the funds to uh, to push on like uh, like he's been backed in, in previous clubs.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, next up, Forest one, uh, West Bromwich Albion two. Both. That, I was that, looking at the start.
1: Yeah, I think that was that. that, that was that was one that uh, that I was quite pleased with because uh, I said I said about West Brom um, being a being a strong strong outfit and uh, and two wide men getting the two goals. Kenneth Hall making his full debut. Um, you know what I mean? I, I, I think they fully deserved the game. You know what I mean? Watched the game on... On the TV and, and and thought they were very very good and very very strong. You know, Nottingham Forest are, are a good side at home. City grounds not a not an easy place to go. You know what I mean? It's and Midlands derby as well. You know what I mean? It's um, it's uh, it was a great, was all great three points because uh, it, it it gets them on the front foot straight away. You know what I mean? They're, they're a Premier League squad on paper. Um, Jake Livermore, thought midfield was outstanding. We on about people who sit. He sat and he just wiped the whole game up. He he went from side to side. He didn't. He very rarely went forward, um, and I thought he was outstanding. And uh, special mention for um, the young right back as well. It was uh, Nathan Ferguson he got man of the match. I yeah. He was yeah, absolutely magnificent and, uh, and 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 credit to him to get man of the match and, and be noticed as well to, 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 for his for his performance because it's very easy sometimes to give it to an experienced player. Um, you know what I mean two, two are Jake Livermore two a Kenneth Sahar two a Matt Phillips um, but you know what I mean for a young boy to get it you know what I mean fair play to him I'm glad he got it he deserved it
0: Yeah he was very good uh, I thought cash for Forrest uh, his goal yeah, was very good, was good goal he, looks, well. uh, he looks young and quick and hungry yeah. um, and I you know if I was a Forrest fan I wouldn't be too uh, disappointed you know I thought for both teams there was a, a bit of young talent on display who looked yeah. very promising. You had, you know, Cash. Kyle Edwards down the left for West Brom was very good. Semido uh, in, in the middle, I thought, it looked really assured and pretty good. Yeah. And like you say, Nathan Ferguson. Um, Forrest just got to try and, again, We talk about how important home form is. They need to make the city ground difficult. You know, they lose too many games there. Yeah, they need you- to try and...
1: I think we spoke about them on uh, last week about uh, about them being similar to Wolves um, last year, where they've they've gone down that route of the transfer market. They've gone Portuguese, they've gone a few Spanish. They've got um, they've got Sammy Amiobi came on; he's technically very good. Uh, but my my concern is when a Cardiff City or a West Brom or um, a Luton Town come and just want to steamroll over you and kick you to death and just work harder than you. You know what I mean? It's then. Yeah, I struggle in. a bit. When when you mixed it up last year with Wolves, they didn't like it. But when you give them time on the ball, they just they just race past you, and you, you couldn't get you couldn't get any change out of them. You know what I mean? And that's my con- that's probably my concern this year with 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 Forrest, That if you give them time to play, they'll be excellent. If you get in the face, I think you'll uh, I think you'll get some uh, some results off them.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, the, the other thing is uh, they obviously Forrest took the lead. And then their keepers had an absolute mare. Where he's let the one shot go under him from, yeah. uh, I think it was Kyle Edwards, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. was it Kyle Edwards? Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, and then there's like a cross which was sort of mishit, and it loops over into the top corner. Um, yeah. And the boy keeper, I think it's Marriage for he's on loan from Man City. Yeah. He's he's a very very uh, you know young young keeper. First game, not what you want. Um, and as I said to you off air just before we started, my boy, my oldest boy is a goalkeeper and he played for Taftswell in the Super Cup over the weekend or Thursday to Sunday. And the first game Thursday, he made a mistake in the first couple of minutes. It was like a free kick. He should have caught it. And he kind of went through him. And for 10 minutes or so, I just wanted the ball to stay at the other end yeah. so he could get his head together. Yeah. because I knew that he was really frustrated. He was a bit nervous. Yeah. And then, you know, as he got a foot in the game and he had a couple of back passes and got a touch on the ball, he was all right. And he went on and had a really good tournament. But I can only imagine how that young lad's feeling. Debut, must have been pretty pumped for it. Yeah. And then made two mistakes in the first half, which have, you know, cost him the game.
1: But I think that's um, I think that's the thing, though, about about opposition players as well, though. Because when the first mistake went in, um, straight away as a player and as a manager and as as other supporters, you, you want to go and get down that end straight away and get another shot away just to just test the oh, water, yeah. and, and confidence and you know what I mean. And just just keep peppering him because I know that sounds like a really harsh thing to say, but you know what I mean. You're, you're there to win a football match. You're not there to make friends. And you know what I mean. If that's Peter Shilton's in goal in his in his heyday or if that's a young boy making his debut. It's so be it. You know what I mean. you've Just got to do it. You know, it's, you,
0: it's,
1: yeah but you know what I mean he's you know what I mean goalkeepers you make a mistake you give a goal away centre forward makes a mistake you know what I mean he can, he's got 89 minutes to go and get another goal it's, yeah. it's such a, such a, a cutthroat uh, industry being a goalkeeper and uh, putting, putting, your, putting your body on the line right at right, right the death
0: yeah and you know a lot of you know throughout a 90 minute game a lot of players give the ball away at least once you know yeah, whether yeah. it's a misplaced pass or try and sit in a bit different and it gets cut out Whereas, like you say, a keeper makes a mistake and it's a goal. It's just yeah, one away. of those things.
1: Yeah, straight away.
0: Hopefully, he can bounce back, though, the lads because um, oh, he I actually later was, in the game he made a couple of good saves.
1: Man City, Man City goalkeeper. You know what I mean? You, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get on the books you. if you if you're not very good. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll come back strong. He'll he'll probably go back go back to where uh, to Man City as well. Do do a couple of days training. I'll speak to the goalkeeping coach there. I'll speak to one of the World class, well, probably one of the 25 world class goalkeepers have still got in their books and, uh, and get some more confidence from them.
0: Okay, so next up we got uh, Brentford nil, Birmingham 1, which of course, what do we say? We said Birmingham were going down.
1: Oh, uh, Birmingham going He's down. Slain. Yeah, that did it. That, 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 yeah. was, it was, um, it was uh, uh, disappointed. Disappointed. Um, just, just. Just the whole, just the whole thing for Brentford. You know what I mean? That they've splashed the cash, they've spent money. Uh, obviously, they signed Pontus Jansson. Um, they kept all of some some very good, very good players, uh, and they were just just disappointed. They'll come good, I do believe. You know what I mean? And, and, and fair play to Birmingham. Um, that obviously they have got a new manager in place. theres um, Spanish, Spanish, uh, Spanish manager. So they have given themselves a platform, especially after having their poor season last season. Um, and to build on, because you know what I mean, like we said, and I think a lot of people, not just us, have written them off and and relegating them already. You know what I mean? So for the players to prove a point for the new manager to come in and prove a point and and to keep improving, you know what I mean? Because their squad on paper doesn't look great. Um, You know what I mean? So to go to probably one of the playoff favorites, or especially someone in the top ten favorites to, to go away, keep a clean sheet and uh, and to win the game one nil is, uh, is 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 great for them.
0: Yeah. Um, I think Brentford will have one eye on the the transfer window closing to make yeah. sure they can, you know, hold on to their players. There's like, um, you know, Ollie Watkins and uh, Canos for Brentford. Yeah. Just yeah, good look play. quality, quality good, players. Good players, good players. Yeah, they, um, they run, run the game, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do. Well, you've got you, you've also got your midfielder. You've got twenty-year-old uh, de Silva. You know what I mean? Who uh, yeah. he's just technically very good. You know, he he's obviously had a full season last season in the championship, and um, I, I, I didn't really notice him. But for nineteen-year-old last year to play in the full play full season in the championship, you know what I mean? Twenty-year-old and he's he's running games in midfield, and you know, I, I I think that's amazing. You know what I mean? Because how many twenty-year-olds are, are, are first named on the team sheet, and and for you know what I mean? He's probably technically. Outstanding You know what I mean But in the Championship You've also got to put your foot in And get stuck in And you play against These kind of players Like the Joe Allens Who who, who gets, gets stuck in Your Joe Rawls Gets stuck in Your Adam Clayton's At Middlesbrough Gets stuck in You know what I mean You'll have to mix it as well And uh, and I'm sure he will
0: Yeah I think he um, Him Again We're talking about The young players In the Championship Him Ollie Watkins Were excellent um, yeah. They were a little bit Unlucky Bradford They at the bar Twice in a minute And then We yeah. Birmingham went straight up and scored from a uh, header outside the box, which you don't see, you know, a, a great deal of. Um, and missed I thought they should.
1: Mister, they, they, they had they had up to about 15, 20 shots on target. You know what I mean? So it's it, the, the stats beat themselves. You know what I mean? They had enough chances to win probably two or three games, but you know what I mean? Like like we said, you know what I mean? Sometimes you get the rubber gr- rub the green, or the or the or the game goes against you, and um. Birmingham kept a clean sheet and uh, and good luck to them because it might give them confidence now to build on. You've got a home game coming up uh, next weekend and Brentford will obviously Brentford, Brentford are away from home. Uh, I think they go to Middlesbrough and you know I mean it's not going to be easy. You know what I mean it's going to be going to be a very difficult start for them now. They've uh, started with a defeat.
0: Yeah, and um, I thought they should have had a penalty as well. It was a bit of a strong waller. They, um, it was just wrestled to the floor. Did you know in the corner? Yeah, and I well, do I think the, the new there's one on thing shirt shirt pulling in there, and then there's another thing where they're just not even looking at the ball, and they got their arms around their waist, hugging them. And I just think, come on, you gotta you gotta give those.
1: Well, the game on because... Friday, I watched. The, 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 that's what they said. The new rule, the new rule about uh, any contact in the box with with arms round, it's it's a it's a it's it's a it's a penalty, uh, as a yellow card straight away. And I just think. Uh, it's it's got to be it's got to be done because you know it's it's impeding it's stopping the play. You know what I mean? If someone's got their arm around you, and it's not even if they're not touching you, you can't go anywhere. It's it's stopping you doing it. It's you're going to go to the floor because the somebody's body weight behind you is is going to bring you down.
0: Yeah, like I don't mind shirt pulling so much, and you, know, you know as long as it's not too excessive. I want there to be physicality, but it's when the corners is coming from this side and the defender's facing that way with his arms around the waist of the striker or the defender, and it's just.
1: Yes. I just think the lazy way of defending Brilliant. as well, Simon. I, I, I just think, you know what I mean, because it's, it is a lazy way of defending, you know what I mean, you've got to yeah. be touched, there's, there's been touch tight and there's, and there's there's grappling, you know what I mean, it's, it's, it's it's it's. they need to eradicate it from football because referees can see it, especially VAR as well, you know what I mean, I know it's obviously not in the Championship, but it still happens on corners in the Premier League and it, it, if someone stops doing it straight away in the Champions League, then it will it, stop it all following divisions down because um, we don't want to see it. Yeah, so,
0: it feels like the referees are too scared to give it because they feel like once they give one, they got to keep giving it, and you could end up with like five or six penalties within a game. But
1: then but I think also once consistency they get... as well. Consistency? Yeah, but so one, one, one referee could give it the next week; He could give it against you. The next week, it happens for you, but you don't get it, and it's just it's such it's such a shame because how do you, it's so frustrating because I can see why managers get so annoyed and. um and uh, you know, with the Neil Warnock of this world, who, who 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 get very 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 touchy on the touchline and get um get very irate because the referees they're only human, but they're making the the different judgment from referee different referee to different referee, and it's it's very very frustrating.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, and like if it's consistent, teams will stop doing it. But if the penalties yeah, once you get two penalties against you in the same game, just stop doing it. Yeah, hundred. Um, and then if the next week. You st- they're still being given by the same referees and, the, you know, it's yeah. the same. They'll stop doing it. But where it's like some give it, some don't, defenders will try it because it stops the yeah. defender or the attacker from attacking the ball. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. OK, so, uh, yeah, next up we've got uh, Swansea City 2, Hull 1. Uh, well,
1: I'll leave, yeah, the, I'll leave
0: this one to the you. Most
1: dis- well, it's the most disappointing result of the weekend for me. It was... Uh when they were getting beat 1-0 quite early after 3 minutes i thought this is going to be a great day because obviously cardiff scored pretty early as well half time Hull were winning cardiff were were winning i thought this is going to be a great day and then all of a sudden in 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 1 minute uh they turned it around and you know what i mean fair good luck to them fair play to them because the second half especially the uh, the created chance after chance after chance you know what i mean they've obviously um they obviously sold the best player in the summer to to, to man united and um and they haven't really brought in a huge number of players. You know what I mean? They've they've still got uh, the Nathan Dyer's. You know what I mean? They've got obviously good attacking players. You know what I mean? you you Roberts, uh, you Connor Roberts. um You've got other players creating chances to score two very good goals. Uh And overall, they deserve to win that football match. And you know what I mean? Probably Hull probably scored too early. And I know that probably sounds a stupid thing to say, but um did it? They scored after, what, two or three minutes, and it just give uh, it gives Swansea a chance to to get themselves sorted for the rest of the first half, have a good chat at half-time, uh, and then came out second half and scored two quick-fire goals, and then I think it was too hard for Hull to, to turn things around, because obviously we both said uh, last week the dead struggle as well, and, and 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 I do believe they will, because uh, they haven't really invested in, um, in, 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 in in the squad, and they've lost some big-name players just by just by releasing them and, 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 and letting them go to other, other championship clubs. Yeah. Uh, like, Hull,
0: I felt like Hull tried
1: to get, as soon as they scored,
0: they almost tried to, like, defend their lead straight away and get 11 men on the ball. And that's very difficult to do for such a long period of time. I yeah. feel like they almost went too early into that sort of defensive mode. I think that's um, the thing-
1: Going to goal after three minutes because I, I I don't believe they were probably ready to score. I I think that they did they were just getting themselves set in the game and you know what I mean. They just probably wanted to to, to keep going. But then all of a sudden they got themselves a goal and like you said, they, they sat on the lead and the the wait they were waiting for Swansea to score. And probably the best things best thing for Hull would have happened if if Swansea would have scored straight away or I in mean, the first ten 10, 15, 20 minutes of the first half. But Costa went in at half time one 0 ahead. Probably the the plan in the second half would have been to uh, to sit again. Uh, to protect the lead that they had, but then all of a sudden you find yourself one and all. You find yourself two one down, and then you you face in a different game because your tactics all of a sudden in four minutes have of, have of, of, of just been shot to pieces. And um, and I don't believe um, I don't believe Grant McCann. You know what I mean? He's he's probably experienced enough as a as a as a, as a championship manager to have uh, to be able to get the point across that quickly to uh, to change things around to, for for the last. 40, 35, 40 minutes of the game.
0: It's very difficult to go from one extreme to the other as well, isn't it? It's like yeah. if you've been defending, defending, defending for a long period of time to then suddenly change to... Have to score, like, yeah. They yeah, to, it's very difficult.
1: Yeah, they didn't have to score where they were 1-0 ahead the, the game. You know what I mean? The first half was just petering out because they defended really well. But second half, Swansea came with a different plan. Uh, attacked with a different dimension, got the first goal, got the second goal and then and then and then Grant McCann's boys had to go and go and attack again and it was uh it's a, it's a, it's a big ass then because Swansea had the upper upper hand they're creating chances they're still attacking themselves and and then they're picking more gaps then because because Hull had to leave gaps and and the game should have been probably put to bed three maybe four yeah one of the
0: um, things I will say taking my blue glasses off is uh, Swansea played some really good football. Yeah, they, they actually played. They played the best football I've seen them play for a good few years. They played more like they used to, you know, back sort of three, four years ago. Yeah. Quick, short passing. You know, yeah. not too many t- touches. The, I felt like, and you do get this with play when teams don't have much confidence. Players take too many touches. Whereas one of the things Swansea was so good at was, you know, movement off the ball and one-two touch pass passing.
1: Yeah, when they used you have can Leroy, do that
0: and move other teams around, it's yeah. difficult for them to defend against.
1: Yeah, when they used to have Leroy Britain in the in the midfield and they're the passing the ball and no one could get anywhere near them and, and the Spanish boys in there, you know what I mean, going going back, going back, donkeys now. They, they've always tried to play the right way and you know what I mean. I think they've um, well they started off on Saturday did play some really nice football and you know what I mean and, and and fully deserved the win and you know what I mean I hope he doesn't continue to win too many games but you know what I mean they deserved that on Saturday and, you know what I mean I'll I'll give them that one.
0: Yeah, you do that. <laughs> uh, read in once. Sheffield Wednesday three. Uh, Khadim <laughs> Harris with yeah, a great finish.
1: Goal. Yeah, great goal. Well, i so pleased, so pleased with Sheffield because, like we spoke about last week, um, Steve Bruce uh, debacle that he's that he left them in a well, he left them in a massive hole for me, and so to to start the season. Away from home, a tough place to go. You know, what I, mean? I don't think Reading will do that well, but it's still a tough place to go. To go, obviously, go one love a half time. You know what I mean? Later on in the game, they they have the goalkeeper sent off, uh, and then to still to still go on uh, to still to still go on like, to score the the third goal with uh, with ten men. Oh, granted, it was on the break. Um, fully deserved the win. You know what I mean? And I was so pleased for um, yeah. for the Shepherd fans. You know what I mean? The fans travelled in the thousands. I seen um, Lee, uh, Lee Bullen the, the the caretaker manager, celebrating at the end of the game, and I just thought it was it was what what dreams are made of. You know what I mean? Because he obviously wants the job. You know what I mean? He he, he came out after, and he was, he was made up, and and he's now, he's now very keen to, to to get the job. And if they give him it, great. If they don't, then they go down a different route. I hope he I hope he keeps a role in the club because because what he's the, the stability he's put in place there for, um, especially at the weekend to get them ready for the first championship game of the season and to go to. Um, the Majeski and, and come away with three points was uh, was fantastic for them because uh, I've never seen that coming at all especially with uh, with what happened with Steve Bruce and, and taking all his staff with him yeah and then
0: Lee Bullens in his uh, I think it's third spell as caretaker manager there yeah he's been there um,
1: Yeah.
0: so it'll be interesting to see if he does get the job the westward foul was unbelievable was a terrible yeah. terrible yeah, challenge
1: awful yeah and I think um I think if it was an outfield play, it probably would have made uh, it probably would have made bigger headlines.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Because it's of the high, game, isn't it? It, it seems. Yeah, it seems. It seems that it's uh, it's not as bad or it's badly timed instead of being malicious. You know what I mean? If that's an outfield play, it's like it's more vicious than it is if it's, if it's not. And uh, you know what I mean? Just luckily, I'm just not hoping that there's no no serious injuries from from it. You know what I mean? I don't think there was, so which uh, which is quite fortunate, really.
0: Yeah. So finally, we have uh, the Friday night game, Luton three, Borough three, which was the uh, the opener for the championship season. Yeah, uh, how do you feel about that?
1: Um, if somebody'd offered me a, a draw before the game had started, I'd, I'd have probably snapped your hands off. Uh, the way the game went, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was very exciting. I thought uh, I was very impressed with Luton. I thought the way that they played was. Uh, it was fantastic. They got in the middle of his face. They created chance after chance the 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 test the goalkeeper on the scored some they scored some magnificent goals. You know what I mean? The 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 equalizer, the first the the, the first equaliser was just outstanding uh from the centre half to, to control the ball and then uh, to to do a half volley from what, 25, 30 yards out and they put the ball in the top corner was just was just outstanding. You know what I mean? The uh, you know, it had a penalty missing. It it had uh, it had six goals. It had a it had a, had a howler from a goalkeeper. It had uh, it had some great tackles. Some it had everything for a championship for the season to start to start off. And um, and I think that showed me that how uh, interesting this championship season is going to be. Because uh, if uh, if if Middlesbrough, who were probably one of the uh, one of the biggest clubs in the championship, are going to going to Luton and Luton aren't scared to uh, to mix it with them, then Luton can mix it with everybody, and uh, and I fully expect him to take a lot of points off a lot of teams if they play like that every week.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought, like you say, the uh, Sunny Bradley goal was a screamer.
1: Yeah, Score many of
0: them like that is really good. You know, good technique, good everything. Um, you know, and when um, Asun <clears> Balonga <throat> took that shot, it was weak. You know, really poor, 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 poor shot. I don't even know why, just,
1: why, why he took it on because he he he, he narrow angle from from a really 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 poor angle he, he was shot with his right foot when he probably should have gone with his left. Um, you know what I mean? So in hindsight, you know what I mean. It, it, the ball in the net, he won't care, but it was such a such a disastrous mistake by the goalkeeper. But uh, also on on another note, it was uh, the, the equaliser for Luton and the end Collins. All the commentator was saying during the game was, "Can he do it in the championship? Is he?" Is he good enough for this level? He he's done it in League Two. He's done it in League One, and I was so pleased that he scored. You know, I was go- I was gutted obviously with being a Middlesbrough fan, but um, yeah. I've been doubted with myself in the past, and it's 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 nice to um, to get one over on people and to shut people up a little bit. And to see his interview at the end, you know what I mean? He he, he was talking about um, his captain's goal, which rightly so cause it was one of the well, it was the, the goal of the game. But I was so pleased that um, that, that he got himself a goal because you could see the. The excitement on his face and and how proud he was that he that he's he's now scored what league two league league one championship you know what I mean and who knows who knows one day the fairy tale continues and he goes and gets a goal in the Premier League you just you just never know and you can't read you can't write these kind of scripts
0: no no you cannot and I mean again like I think we discussed in one of the other earlier games how often do you see it, it was the Brentford game where they hit the bar twice and then went up yeah. and the other team score and yeah. then. Uh, a Sumbulonga had a penalty to make it four two. Yeah, misses. Yeah, I mean the keeper saved the penalty, didn't he? Uh,
1: yes. So oh, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, he did,
0: yeah. Yeah, he did save. He yeah. saved, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. so like at least that's a bit of redemption from the you know from the mistake for the goal. But I mean, you know, Middlesbrough could have been four two up, and then yeah. obviously Fulham uh Fulham Luton go and equalise. Yeah, it should have been game Set. over. But like, one like of those the, things. things you
1: know I mean, it was such a. I could see it coming. To be fair, once once you missed it, cause straight away give the crowd a buzz. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, it lifts
0: it, them. Doesn't
1: it? I mean? it 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 does. It, it does. It revitalises you a little bit, and it got everyone going. And especially Kenilworth Road, it's it's one of them grounds where, um, you can you can probably hear everything, and you know what I mean. It's such such a tight knit ground to that to the pitch, and uh, it got the players going for the last little push for, push for five minutes, and and they got the equaliser, and probably fully deserved equaliser as well.
0: Yeah, I think they yeah, probably did deserve, deserve a point. Um, so that's the championship matches. Um, one other story I wanted to touch on was uh, that uh, Sheffield Wednesday have sold Hillsborough um, oh, yeah. uh, company um, basically as like a short-term solution to, you know, keep, in, keep the club afloat, which I find quite scary. As a you know, as a football fan of a small, a smallish club, because Sheffield's you know Sheffield's a massive city. Sheffield Wednesday is a huge club. Yeah. Um, hopefully, their situation is not too dire, yeah. and it's more of a financial decision to sort of secure the future and you know, sell the rights and things like this, rather than having to sell it to stay in business. If that makes sense.
1: I just think it's sad, though, isn't it? Because obviously, I, I played for Sheffield United when I was when I was younger. I was on loan there, and you know, what I mean, the rivalry in, in the city is a lovely city. It's had two football clubs, two massive football clubs, uh, and obviously the um, the history of Hillsborough, obviously with uh, with the with the disaster and stuff. It it just just more what goes with that, and it's such a shame because you see all all the money in football, um, and the Premier League clubs have got all this money and. And the football club's struggling a little bit and 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 has has had to sell the ground and you just hope that the intentions are correct with with what 's going to happen to it because you know what i mean you you, you would hate for a football club to be uh, to be forced out of the home and have to ground share with somebody else or or to or to lose their existence because of um a business decision you know what I mean because it 's not a football decision it 's yeah. a business decision and you know what I mean? We're all football fans and, you know what I mean, Shepherd Wednesday and Hillsborough, is, especially in, in my generation, has, has played, uh, It's probably one of the most famous grounds in England and uh, and always has been. It's always it's always been for me a really nice place to go and play football and uh, to play at the Cop. You know what I mean? That's, there's two Cops in, 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 in the world of football for me and one's at Hillsborough and one's at Liverpool. and You know what I mean? And it'll always be a big part of uh, my um, heritage and my football and, uh, and, and it'll be such a shame if uh, if something bad comes of this,
0: yeah, I agree. It's um, and like this, another ground, uh, Brentford moving into a new ground. Brentford's a lovely old ground, one of the old school grounds, which I really like. Luton, yeah. Millwall, yeah. All yeah. moved into a new ground. It's yeah. you know, these old grounds, as we discussed last week, they are going. Yeah. Um,
1: but I think clubs can make a lot more money though, side, because yeah, you know, yeah. Sell it the houses, development sites, make loads of money. Buy a ground cheaper than what they can sell it for, and and the business decision because the chairman can can buy get a cheaper a cheaper land or, or yeah, else right. on a on a cheaper plot. And it's it, as long as the football club can move forward, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. But if you if if if, the, if if the football club's not going the right way, you know what I mean? It's it, it could be disastrous because uh, I do believe I look at someone like Brentford and think. Uh, I think that football club's on the up, and if it can, um, yes, can fill out a twenty-five, thirty thousand seat stadium, then go look to them and go and do it. But you know what I mean? I, if I was a Brentford fan, I'd be a little bit disappointed to leave Griffin Park because um, you're probably selling out week in, week out. But you you go to a bigger stadium and it's half empty. I, I
0: wouldn't. Yeah,
1: it wouldn't. It wouldn't probably be a business decision for me that. But you know what I mean? Because with big with the bigger ground comes bigger costs, and um, you know what I mean. Potentially bigger revenue, but. The only the revenue comes if you if you can sell it out.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. It's, um, like then back to like with Hillsborough. I, like I say, what's worrying is that if something was to affect the football club from that business decision, um, that could be you know that would be quite sad. If like Sheffield Wednesday were to, to get into trouble or be stopped from playing at Hillsborough for something there's nothing you know to do with the team and the fans. Hopefully that's not the case, though, and it's more of a a secure in the future rather than securing, you know, staying afloat. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So just to finish off, we've got two little segments. Uh, We have our two-for-two segment where myself and Andy will pick two players who we think stood out and two players who we think uh, had a nightmare this weekend. So let's start with that. Uh, Who you got first mate for up. Um,
1: I've got uh, Abrici Eze for QPR for his wonder goal because I just thought it was just absolutely outstanding you know what I mean he spoke about how um, uh, the team goal but I just thought I just thought it was just outstanding the way that he composed himself and um, and scored the goal of the weekend
0: Yeah I've got um, Lyle Taylor from Charlton I thought he looked really like he could make that step up if the championship uh, with ease, the same way he's done in League One and Two. Looks a real handful with pace, power, technique, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed watching him. And uh, who's your second?
1: Uh, my second's Nathan Ferguson. You know what I mean? To to go into the um, uh, the uh, West Brom first team and pull a performance in like that in a uh, in a hostile game live on Sky. I thought he was outstanding. He's got the lot for me. You know what I mean? And his, his potential could be massive. You know what I mean? And I know it's only early and, and the window's closing, but I think for West Brom they'll be quite happy if uh, if the window closes with uh, no interest for this young lad because uh, he could uh, he could be going places if uh, if they're not careful.
0: Yeah, and he um, I had him and Kadeem Harris, who I was sort of trying to pick from, pick from my Cardiff. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I wanted to go towards there Kadeem. I can't
1: do it because of my blue tinted glasses, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, Kadeem Harris, his talent was never in doubt. He's really, really super quick. And uh, skillful, but his final product wasn't quite there. But I was really pretty pleased to see him score, and he put—he was really he had a good performance, and uh, you know made no mistake. He is rapid. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Okay, and then for the downs, I've got number one or first one. I've got the Luton Town keeper and record signing uh, Simone Slugger. Uh, you know, he made a mistake from a terrible shot from a Sumbelunga, and it really was a schoolboy error. Um, but he did go on to save the penalty later so maybe I was a little bit harsh. Yeah. Uh, who you got?
1: Um, well, I've got, I've got him as well. I thought he had an excellent game. Um, I, did, I felt so sorry for him because uh, he pulled off some great saves before the mistake. Uh, he went on to have a very good game but like we spoke about earlier there that being a goalkeeper, you've got to have uh, a little bit of craziness in you and he obviously showed that by doing the mistake what he did because it was such a, uh, an easy error to, to, to not do that he, he could have got his body behind it, he probably could have controlled it, he tried to palm it out and uh, and then all of a sudden just pushed it into the, to the far corner. It was such a mistake.
0: Yeah. And uh, secondly, I've got uh, another keeper, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, he got caught for the two goals in the... Uh, I haven't written down the game, but it was the Forest keeper, uh, Arrow Muric-, Muric or Muricic. Yes. Uh He let one squirm underneath him, and he also let the cross, you know, s- sort of sail into the corner. I do hope he can learn from. it. He's, le- he's young and he's on loan from Man City, so I hope that he can, you know, get himself together for the rest of the season because yeah. he's yeah. got a lot of talent to be on the books with Man City. Yeah, so, okay. uh, and he had again had a decent game afterwards. So maybe. Maybe a bit harsh to put him in there, but we said we'd pick you know players who had a big moment, whether it's a goal or a solid performance. And you know those yeah. mistakes, unfortunately, were big moments.
1: And uh, who was your second one? Uh, my second one on Britisombolonga. You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm a, I'm a mm-hmm. big middle of fan, but uh, he'd only scored a goal. But the, for me, it's a, the penalty, the penalty miss uh, was a huge moment in that game because you, you put your foot through that and it. Uh, it breaks the net the game's 4-2 you get yourself two goals at the start of the season who knows what might have happened after that and you know, already your confidence is fly and, and it, you know I me mean? to start another 20 goal season uh, where now you're probably going into the next game with a little bit of less confidence because you've missed a penalty you've dropped two points uh, I'm hoping it doesn't because uh, obviously being a middle of a fan and he's a nice fella but he's my second one unfortunately
0: yeah, I can agree with that. I think he was uh, certainly on my sort of short list. Um, and then just our final little bit for the for the first show of the Andy Campbell Championship Show is our Q and A section. I left it a little bit late uh, today, so we've only got a couple. But just to let you know, everyone, know at the end of each show depending on what we're like for time. If you guys send in questions, whether it's to do with the championship or football generally, and um, Andy will answer them. Um, for future shows, send in any comments and questions to facebook.com slash acecastnation or Twitter at acecast underscore nation. Um, if you do it on Twitter, use the hashtag acenationarmy just so I can see them. Um, obviously, if you tag Andy in there, you need to tag the AceCast nation. Uh, as well, just so they don't get lost. Uh, so regular contributor Johnny Wishbone asks on Twitter: uh, Will Jonathan Woodgate succeed at Borough and, in turn, either take them back to previous success or move on to a bigger job?
1: Um, after watching what I watched on Friday, we're we have going to have an exciting season. We haven't attacked like that from. I haven't watched an attacking team like that for about five or six years and it was so uh, refreshing to watch. Uh, I think he'll do a great job this year. Um, I don't think there's much pressure on him. We spoke about this, That I think you know, the, the expectation of the supporters and even even still now is still grounded a little bit. Um, I think he's obviously very enthusiastic and very ambitious and wants, uh, and wants to be probably looking at um, the Frank Lampard's and, and other big coaches in the world and, and will want to be ambitious and 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 move on himself, and I do believe he probably will use it as a stepping stone. But at this minute of time, he's a Middlesbrough manager, and 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 is entertaining uh, the public with a and and an attacking array of talent the way he did on Friday night, and uh, and I hope that does continue. But I do believe uh, he will be an excellent coach if uh, if if he's got the right staff behind him, which he looks like he has, and um, and good luck to him because uh, I think we've been we spoke about this uh, last week that we the young. British coaches, you know what I mean, got their different mentality. You know, what I mean Stephen Gerrard's, or Frank Lampard or Jonathan Woodgates and we we need that. We need we need more of it and uh, and hopefully um hopefully there's a few more uh, a few more to come.
0: Yeah, I uh, I thought he made a good impression for our first, you know, first big game, pop game, whatever you want to call it. And uh, like I say from what I saw of Middlesbrough last year and from what you've said to me. Uh, Middlesbrough are not the most satisfying team to watch so no. um, hopefully that's the beginning of perhaps uh, they'll change in philosophy uh, E1GK from Taftswell asks uh, I knew who that is <laughs> that's my boy um, do goalkeepers get enough credit from the pundits regarding the mental pressure they are under in every game as well as having to make thousands of split second decisions during games
1: that have a direct impact on results. Straight uh, answer, no. Okay, like that. I don't think players probably get enough uh, credit for the mental strength and the men- mental toughness and the concentration levels that they have during a game, anyway. And for goalkeepers to probably not have anything to do for the first ninety-six minutes, and then all of a sudden to pull out a worldy save to keep the team in it or to win the game. You know what I mean? It- People turn around and say it's 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 the job. It's not the job. You know what I mean? It's not just one person's job to defend. It's you know what I mean? It's it's, it's a collective, uh, collective outfit. But people have got to give pe- players, especially goalkeepers and, uh, and probably goalkeeper centre forwards more so because they're both in similar similar things that they can probably go minutes or uh, quite a long time during a game, long periods without being involved in, directly in the game. That. Uh, I think they should be given a lot more credit. Hundred percent. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. Um, And the final one is from Roxy. Uh, I think it's a she, but he or she or whoever says um, they'd asked if you could sign if Cardiff could sign one player from the lower league, who would you recommend?
1: Play for the lower league. I I, w- I would love Bradley Dack to sign for Cardiff City. I would love it. Yeah, I would. Love I think I think he would be if if they're not planning on playing Tomlin. We spoke about him a lot today. He would be my uh, my perfect uh, number ten um, to give him an opportunity to uh, to play in a. In a, I'm not saying Blackburn are a big club, but it would be a progression up for him. Um, and I think he would excel. He would score goals. He would excite the fans. He would. Uh, he would. He would certainly give them a massive push.
0: Towards promotion. Yeah, I think that's a good, good, good shot. That one. I uh, it's a tricky question on the fly. That one, uh, yeah, Actually, I think this, uh, yeah. when you think of it. Okay, thank you, uh, thank you, Andy, for joining me. And uh, I think it was good fun uh, you, for the first uh, first show, uh, guys. As always, you can find us in the usual places. All our shows are available video format. youtube.com dot slash Ace Podcast Nation. Uh, audio, uh, all the all podcasting platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio app, uh, Pocket Casts, pod.co, all them basically. Uh, you can catch us at Facebook.com slash Cast Nation where you can send in feedback, request, show subjects, send in questions, ask us to try and get guests on. I can't guarantee that, but I can certainly ask. Uh, recommend you know, shows and stuff. Tell us what we're doing good, what you like, what you don't like. Tell us what you think of the new show. And, uh, you can t- contact us on Twitter at AceCast underscore Nation. And, uh, you can contact Andy on Twitter at AndyCampbell32. Uh, thank you again, Andy, for joining me. I'm Simon. What well, is, mate? And, uh, I'm Simon. He was Andy. And this was the Andy Campbell show. Only on Ace Cast, uh, Ace Podcast Nation. Easy for me to say. Cheers, guys, and we'll see you same time next week. Network.